Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blasties fans, welcome back to Blasties Corner, episode 44. Boy, what a game. It's a big win, game one for the Calgary Flames. Uh, No, I was not at the game this time. But yes, co-host Chris is back from the upper body injury that has kept him out (laughs) for um, the last three episodes. Uh, I was hoping another Chris would come back from a UBI uh, last night, but uh, I digress. How are we doing today, Chris? Oh, I'm I'm alive and well. Alive and well. How's the vid treating you? Oh, it's, it's all right. It was, it's, it's a lingering, a lingering thing for me, but uh, I'm, uh, I can talk now. <laughs> so I yeah. decided to come back, talk about <laughs> hockey. Like good old times, but yeah, uh, I'm sad. Sad I missed uh, the last couple episodes there. But uh, nice to have a couple handy dandy pals, call ups, yeah. whatever you want to call them. Yeah, to, they're my call ups, man. Yeah. How was how was how was slap shots with Chesney? Did you do it? No, we didn't on? because we wanted to wait until. You got back to really grill him. Um, yes, I've I've been a bad host and I haven't listened to the episodes yet. It's so ridiculous. This time. I know. I know. Ridiculous. I know. Um, I told Matthew that I, I I really wanted to grill him on on the the Jake Ottinger franchise goaltender thing. Like, how can you? Come on, Matthew. Yeah, yeah, he's a franchise goalie. He's a franchise tendy. <laughs> he's twenty three. After that, like, yeah, he's, he's a franchise he's... tendy, buddy. Yeah, but what can gonna... you do? You're gonna be hearing his name for for a while. The thing is, like, you know, his goaltending. You know why I think it's legit. It's because yes, because yes. he he wasn't making like he was making ten dollars, but he he made difficult saves look easy. You know, yes. just having good good positioning, being big, and excuse me, very good fundamentals. So. Like, I was watching the game yesterday, obviously, as uh, a Flames fan would, and uh, I noticed a lot of things. I'm like, Ottinger would have saved that. Ottinger would have saved that. <laughs> it's just well, yes. up in my head. Yes, that's why That's why he had the entire sea of red going. <laughs> no, that's no... Uh, you just had no that mistake. clip ready to go. <laughs> I just had it ready to go. Yeah, it's ready. <laughs> I've elevated, my friend. I've elevated. Wow, you've really changed over this past week. Yeah, <laughs> I really have. It's been elevated. Oh, yeah, that game just was like sick, the yeah. Flames elevated their game last night. Nine six victory, man. Oof. Lots, lots, lots of things going on, but I think oh. the biggest key is that the boys 
showed resilience. That's what I meant by elevation. Uh, they <laughs> scored more goals than the other opposing team. Elevation. <laughs> 51 <laughs> seconds into game one. Uh, man, Elias Lindholm and Manjapane both scored a goal. They broke the record for the fastest two goals scored um, ever to start a playoff game, which is uh, bananas. Bananas. It's not even that fast. Like, I mean, it's fast, but like all time, I was like, oh, all I time. A, I thought it was just a Flames record, but no, it's no, nope, all time. The previous best was Mario Lemieux and Rick Tockett. Touch it, talk it, talk it. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, Arizona Coyotes coach. Um, they scored two goals, fifty-four seconds uh, huh. in Game Five of the '93 Division Finals. So Lindy and Mondepane will go down in the history books as the fastest ever at fifty-one seconds. Yeah, that's probably not going to be broken for a while. Then I'd imagine, like, because <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, I mean that's that's just to start the. That's just to start the game. Um, they mm-hmm. broke the record for the fastest two goals ever scored to kick off a playoff game by either team. Um, the previous best was uh, two goals scored, one by LA and Vancouver um, in game two of the 93 division finals. Um, this is from Sunny Sachdeva of Sportsnet, by the way. Um, great article on Sportsnet there. Uh, just reading you these stats here. Uh, the two goals that Manjapane and Lindholm scored also ranked as the third fastest two goals scored to start any period in a playoff game. Um, Pat Lafontaine scored 35 seconds apart, two goals to start off a third period in 84. And then Pittsburgh's Martin Straka and Alex Kovalev scored back to back in the first 40 seconds of the third period back in 99. So, pretty crazy. Yeah, pretty, yeah what pretty, a start. Pretty crazy. Uh, six minutes into the first period, Mike Smith gets chased out of the net. <laughs> also, <a> his numbers. <laughs> yeah, his numbers at the Saddle Dome over the fa- past five starts, he's posted an eight fifty two save percentage and a five twenty two <laughs> goals against average. Dude, the last two games we've played against the Oilers, I think we've scored nine goals each time. So, <laughs> is that right? I, think, I so. think so. Yeah, I think the last time we played them uh, was that nine-five victory, right? Still, don't get ten. The players don't get uh, the fans don't get ten. Um, even ten though... is ten is really hard. Ten is, like that's more than three goals a period. That like if you think about it, that's that's bananas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what a game, though. What a game. Like, where do you, where, just, you know, I was throwing numbers out there. Um, I mean, I'm really happy with everyone on the team except for one person. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone knows who it is. Yeah. If, if, if you're, if you're a regular listener to Blasty's Corner, you should all know who, uh, whose ire has drawn is that is that how that works ire yeah yeah whose ire you you've drawn and, and here who me has like, drawn who has drawn your ire is is here, the, since the since the last i've been on he's been nominated for a vest he's not gonna win but he's Likely a finalist not, no. unfortunately um unfortunately not. no she's got that locked up yeah um <clears throat> we'll see so, we'll see we'll see if, if if it truly is a regular season uh, award, then Shesterkin should win handily. But mm-hmm. if it's like how everybody suspects that the playoffs do color it a little bit, you know, maybe, maybe yeah, he, he was good and he was fine against Dallas. I would say yes. Dallas didn't generate anything to make Markstrom actually have to play good, um, <laughs> to be honest. But um, he was the second best goalie in that series. So that tells you something. Um, yeah, I mean, okay, fair. A, a lot of goalies are going to be the second best against Ottinger, though. That was uh, that was a legendary series by him. Franchise so. Tendy. Yeah, oh yeah, Matt's crazy. <laughs> Matt, you're crazy. You listen, to Matt, you're crazy. That guy. <laughs> do you look at the numbers of that series? And I know it's just a series, but man, that he was—he almost stole an entire series. 
the shots in that game, I think, were forty-four to twelve or something or, or something point, and the score was two-two. <laughs> yeah, we had that game took overtime, and we had over a hundred shots <laughs> attempts. We yeah, look forward. Three, look forward. Three and sixty-seven. Three goals. We had three forty goal scorers and one thirty-five goal scorer on our team, and we had three goals and sixty-seven shots. Andre was good. Yeah, look forward uh, to slap shots with Chesney in the future. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, sorry. we Andrew. we blew that back. We blew it away in in this game. Nine goals. We just exploded. Oh, I mean, I was like not really that surprised when I because I wasn't I didn't catch the beginning unfortunately. Hmm. Um, but like my bone was going off crazy, and uh, I looked it up and we were two nothing a minute in. I'm like, hmm, <laughs> <laughs> that's refreshing. <laughs> Yeah. And I guess just, you know, we got a bounce finally. Like, the backland pass kind of bounced nice for Manjapane there. And he managed to squeak it in, the only part of Mike Smith that somehow he wasn't covering the bottom of the net, even though he's like 6'10". He's not actually 6'10", but... Um, and, I mean, Linton's goal was also kind of lucky too, you know? Kind of just got through the defenseman and right inside the post there. I feel like in the Dallas series, like it was no, just, it went it was... went under the glove. It was, oh, did it? Uh, yeah, oh, it was okay. just it was just Mike Smith's inability oh. to stop a beach ball with that glove hand. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so he's so funny. He's such a funny goalie. Like his yeah, game... but anyway. we can't say much because like oh. freaking at least four of those goals that the Oilers scored. Oh, I'm I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to lay out some positives before I absolutely <laughs> tear marks from a new <laughs> asshole. <laughs> It's I'm okay. I'm just that game should not have been close. Markstrom almost single-handedly blew that game. Single-handedly, like the Oilers' attempts were not good. Like they they the score should have been nine to three. Like that one McDavid goal in the third period. Okay, I'll give you that one. And that's in it, the first though. period. You mean? No, no. In the in the third when they tied at six six. Sorry, it wasn't a McDavid goal. Uh, he oh, he made was, the rush. That was Yamamoto. Yamamoto, yes. That goal, I don't blame Marshall. Marshall made a nice, a nice save on McDavid as uh, the linesman tried his best to not let Anderson play defense. Yeah, he set a um, pick. Oh, I was mad. He a hundred percent set a pick. Get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. God damn it. The linesman Jesus. should not be standing there for ten seconds after the play started. Get the hell. Yeah, he out had of time. Yes, he dropped the lots. puck and just stood there. Yes, Anderson literally was... dropped the puck and just stood there. <laughs> yeah, and didn't move. Like... Get out of there. God damn. Anyway, sorry. It that goal, I don't blame on Markstrom. You know, McDavid probably could have scored that and then and no one was covering anybody in front of that. Yeah. Um but the other three, like the first Hyman goal, like Markstrom, that should not go in ever. No. I don't care the situation. He's he's almost at the boards. Markstrom is set and ready. And he literally deflects it into his own net. I don't, like the shot wasn't even good. It was middle of the net from an angle. Oh my god! And then he does less than the same thing against time and again. Obviously, everyone saw that was a nicer shot, but still, you can't let that in. Mm-hmm. And then the dry side of goal. Yes, it was a two-on-one. But if anyone watches the actual shot placement, that was also right at his body. I mean, it was kind of handcuffy spot. But when you just let in the other two. You can't, you can't, let, can't let it in. I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. He was he let, he was basically letting in one every three. He was, yeah. And I was pandering. I was seeing in the chat, as I'm sure you know, but like, I was just like, do you pull? Like, I want to pull him, but we were up. The only reason why he didn't get pulled is because we had six on the board. Yeah. If that was any other score, if we had one or two goals, Markson was out of that net on that fourth goal for sure. Because he was not good yesterday. He was. I've never seen Marshall play that bad. Actually, I would say. Yeah. Probably the no, worst I, game I've yeah. seen him play. That's what uh, Kelly Rudy was saying in the intermission as well. Um, <coughs> that he's. I mean, I think. I think he's only let in more than four, more than five goals, like three times all year. Um. And uh, yeah, I mean, Rudy. Rudy was saying I. I'd probably pull him if. If I were Daryl, because oh, you, know, you, you kind of have to at this point, you know, uh, he, he was at that point letting in um, 
a goal every three shots because I think he, after the second period he had let in five goals um, on seventeen, yeah, and he ended you... up he ended up letting in six on twenty eight. <laughs> That's right. Did you see the stat though at the beginning? They got the save percentage wrong by like a whole thirteen percent. Oh no, I didn't. <laughs> at the intermission when they brought it back up, they're yeah. like bringing up the goalie woes of all the goalies in the game, and like yeah. Marsham five on seventeen. They're like eight fifty two. I'm like, no, 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 that's not right. <laughs> it's in seventies. <laughs> Yikes. Um. Anyway, so no, yeah, he was horrible. That game should. There was six two. That game should be. Signed, Over. sealed, and delivered. I don't care if you have McDavid on the other side. Yeah. So, um, well, especially like if you have, especially because we have <coughs> a candidate on our side. Um, yes, that should most likely be, yeah, more often than not, be a uh, a victory. And I mean, it was. We we ended up, like I said, we we showed resilience, and we ended up. Uh, winning that game and and you know when the oilers ended up tying that game early in the third period uh it didn't take us long to get that lead back no thank god anderson made up for his mistake instantly you love to see it yeah oh well, yeah absolutely uh, um was it really caught. his mistake though getting yeah partially i would say so he kind of got lost like he started chasing yeah, i guess that's true yeah he started chasing Fair. mcdavid to the top of the circles so mike you just stay in position like by the net mcdavid's not yeah. get to the net there like uh but he just decided to chase. So, um, yeah, no, I'd say he. It was a combo. <laughs> the linesman got to get the hell out of there. Yes. Um, you know, it made it easier for McDavid to get to that for sure. Yeah, but yeah, big big play by Raz to to not shrink away and uh, mm-hmm. you know play woe is me. The the Oilers have tied it and now we're screwed. Um, no, the boys oh. the boys ended up. I mean, they knew they knew that it was a weird game. They knew that Markstrom was having an off night and they knew that they had to pull one out for him because he, the amount of times that he pulled our asses out of the fire uh, throughout the season was such that, you know, the boys needed, they, they knew that they needed him to, or he needed them to, to make this right. Um, Yes. And you heard Kachuk say, and during the, after the, during the post game uh, interviews, that's, you know, Markstrom said, "You guys keep doing your thing. I'm going to shut the door." And after he let in the, 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 the tying goal, goal right away, um, <laughs> he did. He the, did he shut did, the door. Yes. He did shut the door. Yes, um, he locked it down. Yes. And that's what. And that's what. That's what Markstrom. That's who Markstrom is, right? Like, and the the thing with Markstrom is, yes, he's an elite goaltender, but of course, he's still human. He has off nights. But what separates him from other goaltenders and what gives me confidence in him is he's going to bounce back. He doesn't care how many he's already let in. What matters for him now is what's going to happen now. What's going to happen next. Just make the next save and continue to try to make that next save and that's what Markstrom can excel at. Um, He had an off night but I fully expect him to bounce back um, in game two. Can't say the same for the Oilers goaltenders because uh, oh, they're just it's garbage right now. Disastrous start. That if you were any talk to any Oilers fan, any analyst, if you're listening the past couple of days about this series, a lot of them are saying Smith is the X factor. <laughs> that was it, right? Like it's like okay, well the Oilers have a chance to win the series if Smith puts up that nine thirty eight like he did in the first round. Mm-hmm. That was it. Like that was. That was the line I was hearing a lot, especially over the radio the past couple of days. You know, like Smith was a big, and of course he is. Like that's their biggest hole, probably is defense, obviously. Or sorry, goaltending, not defense. I mean, yeah. defense isn't great, but defense also, yeah. <laughs> um, so that <laughs> six minutes into the first, that's probably about as the worst thing that could have happened for the Oilers, uh, and the best thing that could have happened for the Flames. Because um, they're like, oh, we know how to score again. It's just those demons are gone now with in the Dallas series. They're left behind, thank God. Absolutely. Yeah. Because Ottinger had, what, a 9.45 state percentage or something? Oh, oh, yeah. Maybe, yeah. I, I thought it was in the 60s. It could have been in the 60s. 
Um, we had right, 15. We had 15 goals. I think some of those were empty netters. <laughs> so yeah. let, me, let me see. Jake, uh, I'm gonna Google it here really quick. Yeah. There so now me, that folks. he's gone, now that he's gone, uh, Kachuk has shown up. Thankfully, he had a, an amazing game. Um, scored the hat trick. Uh, old man Kachuk wouldn't throw his hat, which I respect. You know, if if you uh, if you have a good hat. It looked pretty clean and white there too. I can't uh... believe he didn't throw his hat. <laughs> what a what a gun. <laughs> oh my god. His son gets a hat trick. The first flames hat trick in twenty years in the playoffs, and he doesn't throw his hat. <laughs> Maybe it's his lucky hat. Maybe it's his lucky hat. I mean Maybe. But at the same time, don't those hats go to Kachuk? Like, doesn't he get to choose what he wants and then they all get donated or something. I uh, yeah, I think yeah, that's a charity thing. I don't know. Yeah, I think yeah. So. I feel like I feel like Keith could have pulled some strings to get that hat back if he threw it. Oh, probably. You know I mean? <laughs> should have thrown the hat. But hey, if you don't want to throw the hat, that's fine. You know, I don't want to throw my hat. I've got really nice hats. So I just get triggered, but like imagine like you're the one scoring that hat trick and you look up to your dad at the stands and his hat stays firmly planted <laughs> on his head. You're just like, oh, my dad doesn't actually love me. <laughs> that's, that's the vibe I got. No, that. no. I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, he didn't have a 960, by the way, going back, uh, backtracking a bit. Uh, can you guess what it was off the top of your head? It was higher than off the top of my head. The nine uh, was it like nine fifty three? Wow, pretty close nine fifty four. Ah, yeah, Thir- thirteen goals on two hundred and eighty five shots. <laughs> yep. Yeah, franchise oh, tandy right there. Uh, yeah, th- yeah, two, yeah, yeah, franchise tandy. Yeah, franchise tandy. Um, but yeah, you want to talk about Kachuk's game? Yeah, he look. Uh, I, th- I don't know what was up with in the first series. I was super worried. Obviously, him not showing up for six games, basically invisible. Not basically. He was invisible. I mean, he had a couple secondary assists, but <clears throat> um, I was like, oh, this is another one of those series. And then, bam, game seven showed up, and he had a massive goal. Yep. Basically, did the impossible, which is scoring Jake Ottinger in an unscreened shot. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and that tied it i think it was 2-2 yes and i'm like okay maybe he's back and yeah and wow game one he was came to play that goal that he chipped out of the air that the was power play goal yeah that was huge yeah we needed that power play goal because we need to get our power play going yeah that 6-2 goal was huge and then obviously um to the eight and ninth goals are massive as well that that yes. breakaway the hockey iq Knowing that it was onside, yeah. Like my brother and I were watching at that point, and they keep, my brother made a good point, and he's like, "Oh yeah, like a lot of players would just skate out of the zone because they're scared of going offside." No, Kachuk just took it. Yeah, he's like, "This is, this is the chance." He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go," and he went. And what a finish too! Five hole. Thank God someone scored on a breakaway on the Flames. Yeah. Refreshing. Uh, huge goal, eight six, and that sucked. The, that sucked the life out of the Oilers. You knew. Yeah. I could see it in the way they played and why the Flames played. It's like okay, they can't do they can't <laughs> they can't come back again. <laughs> they, they were they were done. They were spent. That was yes. it. And uh, yeah, then he topped it off with a nice empty net. Good job finishing that because there's defenseman right on him and a nice oh, yeah. play from nice play from Johnny again, making sure the puck got out. That was huge. I don't think a lot of people talk about that, but he did have the puck inside of our zone. You know, Lindy and Chuck were both breaking. They were gone. So if Johnny didn't get that pass through, that's a turnover, and it's like five on two going back into our zone, yeah. uh, which is probably going to make it 8-7, knowing how the game was going. Um, but huge play from Johnny to get it out, and nice play from, I think, Lindholm to get it to Kachuk, and he just put it in the center of the net. Thank God. 9-6. What a game. Yeah, that's huge. That was, it was a captain-like game from it was. Kachuk. It really was. It, yes, it, it was. was. They had Captain Brady watching from the stands. That's right. Um, and maybe, <laughs> maybe that was why. Maybe that was why Keith didn't throw his hat. Maybe he didn't. Uh, it's not. It's not actually a hat trick because he scored an empty net. 
<laughs> you think that's why? It <laughs> could be. Still a hat trick. It still counts. <laughs> nah, it's an empty netter, though. The Flames have a hard time scoring empty netter goals. I'd say they <laughs> their shooting percentage is probably worse on an empty net than it is on a real goalie. <laughs> that's Maybe. not true, but that's no, not true. But feels like it sometimes. Maybe. Maybe. I'm just uh, trying to justify it. How do you feel about the Brady Kachuk thing? Like, <laughs> oh God, I wish he was a flame. God, you, I wish he was a flame. If you were an an Ottawa Senators fan, how would you feel about this? Like, if the tables were turned and Kachuk was in the stands wearing the Kachuk Friendship Tour shirt in Ottawa colors, how would you feel? <laughs> if I mean, he was they're basically the, the same French. colors, so you know, it's yeah, that's true. I don't, I don't think, I think that's fine. It, it is interesting though, because I don't think you've ever really seen that before right captain no. another team cheering for no. their sibling who plays for another team a yeah. better team they, they must uh, be really like they must be close hey like this oh 100 yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah the whole yeah, family it's good is to super see. close yeah, yeah it's great it's to see i i love seeing yeah. that um awesome to see them there um i was actually hoping to see them at game seven uh, but of course i think they were at the red lot uh, at least brady was i think but yeah um but yeah, uh, they uh, yeah, I, I I would be super happy for them because you know that's that's what family is all about. That's what sports all about. That's what the game is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, I love seeing that there. But God, I wish that uh, you know I I'd, I'd be more worried if Kachuk if Brady didn't sign that eight year contract extension. Um, <laughs> if I was because a he did, fan, yeah. yeah. If I was a Senators <laughs> yeah. fan, um, I'd be crazy too if I was a Senators fan, but. Um, if I, if, if he, if he had, hadn't, then I'd be worried, of course, but I mean, he signed that eight year contract. He's, he's staying there. I, I don't, I don't see him, no. um, you know, unless, like I, I don't see them getting rid of him. Unless the trade is one for one, Sean Monahan for Brady. Kishore. Yeah. Okay. I was going to ask, you think they'll take him? You think they'll take, or maybe a two for one, like, uh, Backlund uh, uh, for Sean, Backlund and Sean for, for Brady? I mean, Sean Monaghan has a history with Ottawa. He came. That's from, what I'm uh, saying. You know, he, he played. Yeah, junior. he played for the 67s for for closer for to his home junior career. Yeah, for Monaghan. Yeah, yep, exactly. Um, uh, no, that's not happening. We would have to give up the sun and the moon to get oh my God, so <laughs> much. How much? How much do you think? What, what would it take? Oh shit! It would take. What would it take? It would take uh, probably two of our so like Wolf and Peltier type prospects. Probably, yeah. and then probably another draft pick, like a first, and then probably a top sixer, I would say. And that yeah. would get Kachuk out of Ottawa. That's like the starting. It might take more, maybe another pick thrown in. Kachuk's yeah, a really, a really, really good player. Yeah. yeah, I think I think it would take more. Yeah, it's... you probably have to give up Rasmus. Um, yeah, like, yeah. Wolf, yeah, a first rounder. It's too much. No, it's yeah. just not. It's not happening. It's a pipe dream, but um, <clears throat> yeah, no. I think uh, yeah, it's uh, we have to. I don't envy. <laughs> I've been saying this a lot this year, but I don't envy Brad's job in the summer. Yeah, especially because uh, Johnny and Chuck are having good playoffs. It looks like so far, Johnny's having a really good playoffs. Finally, yes. Um, long time coming. He finally seemed to figure it out. Mm-hmm. All it took was Sutter, maybe. I, I guess. I, I think it took Sutter. Yeah. Yeah, just it might be the training and the way to play and just doing it consistently. And yeah, Johnny's Johnny's alive. He had three points yesterday. Not a lot of people are talking about it, but yep. Um, and he could have had more. He had <laughs> glorious chances to score. My God, he was. Oh my gosh, he did. Yes, so many yeah. good opportunities. He I mean, got robbed yeah. a couple times. Yeah. Yes, he really did. He could have had um, five, six points last night. He was really good. Yeah. Well, nobody's talking about it because I mean, Connor McDavid got four points. Right, so, yeah, McJesus, you know, you, yeah. You gotta right. you gotta talk about you gotta talk about McJesus with his four points. Yeah. You know? I, I didn't feel like you know when Mc, McDavid gets four points, you're like, oh McDavid played well. I'm like, I don't think McDavid played super well last night. Well, he he was the best oiler by far. He yes. pulled his team back into that game for sure. Yes. So he did play well. I mean, again, I, I'm not saying that he's not I'm not denying that he's the best player in the world. I'm not denying that. No, he is. Well, it's, what it's, pisses me off is, is everybody talking about it incessantly. Like constantly. the rest of the world doesn't know it. Like the rest of the world knows it. 
Just, you know, let him play. <sighs> let us understand and appreciate how good he is. I don't need you to tell me 24-7 how great and godly he is because I know how great and godly he is. That's that's the annoying part. I don't want to hear about it 24 hours a day. It's, <laughs> oh man, you should have, I don't know if you listened to the Fan 960, but they had so many Edmonton people come on last, yesterday and talk don't about the Oilers and the David. For that? No, they were guests. They're like radio, like media yeah. people. I'm like, oh my yeah. God. And all they could talk about, of course, is McDavid, McDavid, McDavid. So, and for your Toronto fans out there that listen to the podcast, the one. Um, that's why we hate Toronto too, because uh, yeah. we just yeah. hear about Toronto constantly and how amazing they are. And then they always lose in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. You know, my buddy, <laughs> my buddy whose family, like they went to visit, um, or his parents went to visit. Uh, his dad's family out in out in the Ontario area. And uh, they had the gall to ask, oh, uh, how's Calgary doing this year? Are they in the playoffs? Oh, shit. <laughs> are they in the playoffs? Yeah. But he's like, my mom was like, what the fuck? Like, are you serious? They were first in the division. Like, yeah, they're in the playoffs. And they're like, yeah. oh, okay, that's cool. That's good. Good for them. Yeah. Good for yeah. them. Yeah, had one of their best seasons ever. Broke up a ton of records. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, yeah that's well, why. This is where this resentment comes from. All yes. the other fans out there. So, out east. Um, why. Yeah. But, no, uh, McDavid was, I mean, yeah, he was he was good last night. I, I just didn't think he was like, McDavid like in that Kings game, for example, like that's McDavid that like really, I feel like Marsham did more of the here Oilers. You can come back into the game than McDavid did, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, <laughs> yeah. We had all the momentum. We were absolutely slaughtering them. And then Marsham's like, oh, just letting a couple squeakers just to give you a little bit of life. It's Real the balance. timing of the goals that really bugged me too. Like, God, anyway. No, yeah, I mean, if we you did go win, back to so. yeah, if you go back to um, game seven too, I mean, you know, forty seconds into the game, uh, yeah. the Jimmy Ben scored that first goal, and then thirty seconds after, we tied it. Uh, Markstrom let in another one. Yes, um, timing. So but, yeah, I mean, it's 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 fair, but I I do expect him to come to bounce back. I mean, oh, me he's too. not going to have. A game like this every time, um, so I, I think uh, I think it I think it's you know over a seven game series. I think we've got the edge here. Mark Mark Mark. Oh yeah, Mark Markstrom was like he had a he had a really rough game, but also at the same time he did lock it down the third. Like after that six goal, nothing went through. Yeah, he yeah. didn't let in a squeaker. They had some good chances, mm-hmm. um, and he made those saves. Mm-hmm. So, look, he 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 came back and he shut he did shut it down. He's like, I'm gonna shut it down. He let in the sixth one, unfortunately, <laughs> but not his fault. <laughs> not his fault. He yeah. made the first save. Yeah. You ask anybody, you've got a rebounds are usually not the goalie's fault unless it's a muffin yeah. of a rebound. But um, so yeah, he was fine, and he did the same thing in game seven. He was really good in game seven. Like I know he let in those bad timing goals, but yes. like when. The flame he locked that game down too. Yes. When and, he needed and, them, yeah. when when we needed him, he was there. In overtime, sure. the stars had some glorious chances. And in years past, like that Pavelski shot, that breakaway ish, yes. that was in. Yeah. That was it. That was yep. low blocker, perfectly placed, and Markstrom made it look like an easy save. But that that was not an easy save. Like that was going in a lot of other years. And uh when I saw that, I was like, oh, Markstrom's dialed Markstrom. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be tough to score on him. And yeah, lo and behold, it was. Yes. <laughs> and we won. Thank God. Yes. But. Thank goodness gracious. Um, yeah. So, you know, you, you see, Chris stomps on Markstrom, but he can also build him back up. So it's, I, it's you know, self, self-awareness. Is that what the it's word the is? the way it is. Sure. Elevation. I'm just, you know, I just, I gotta be critical. He's getting paid so much money. Yeah, such of an, course. Yeah, six million dollars. Such an important position, too. You know, I gotta gotta be... take your licks. Gotta take yeah. your licks. But we'll take yeah. a quick break. 
going to take a quick break. And then on the way back, um, I want to talk about some controversy um, that I'm sure people are crying about. But uh, we'll take a quick break. I'll be right back after this. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This episode of Blasty's Corner is brought to you by DraftKings. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win, and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now, back to the show. Welcome back blasty's corner and so the controversy i was talking about was on actually the kachuk's breakaway sort of goal um that wasn't offside um you know there was uh i'm sure everybody has seen the smirk the smirk scene around the world maybe um from shillington um that goal that matthew kachuk scored was also a, a good zip lip for Evander Kane, who was chirping him the whole time they were in the penalty box. But uh, what did you think of that with the the fact that, you know, Matthew probably shouldn't have been on the ice for that goal because Shillington was probably supposed to be the first one off the ice? It must be a rule, right? Like, it, like you must be allowed to do that because the refs would have caught that. Jeez, you know. Yeah. Was, um, so you must be able to, if they all go in at the same time, you must be able to choose who goes out i guess which is interesting yeah i i don't really understand that because i i thought they all got booked at the same time they did so they all would have been two minute penalties correct so then... but, but people associate people associate um people associate that two minute penalty that shillington got separately with the kachuk and kane penalties but they all had the same time yeah. The score sheet, right? So only one of those offsets. Just because Kachuk and Kane were involved together doesn't mean that they need to leave the box at the same time, if that makes sense. Because they're all right. the offsetting one, if you look at the score, like if I just if I didn't show you the game mm-hmm. and I laid those penalties out, you wouldn't be able to tell who got the quote unquote offsetting with Kane. It would just be Shillington got two, Kachuk got two, and Kane got two all at the right. same time. But it would say that Kane and and um, got roughing. Yeah, Kane and Kachuk got roughing, and then Shillington got hooking. Yes, but as long as like the offsettings go, like I think the the only rule is that the, there's an offsetting, and they have to leave at a whistle or whatever. But the offsetting mm-hmm. one, I think, doesn't matter who it is. I see. So oh, the offsetting <clears throat> has to leave at a whistle. I believe oh, I so. Yeah. That, yeah, I guess that makes if, sense. If, it yeah. Be. I think I, I'm not sure. I think that it's either a fight, it's either a fight or a four on four. In a four on four situation, right. I think they do just leave at the two minutes, but that doesn't make sense because Shillington and King would have left then. So yeah, I think that's that what I mean because is... it wasn't a four on four at that time. It was it would have just that's been right. That's offsetting right. five yes, on five. That's right because it was five on five. Right? So they can't make it six on six. Yes, so they have to go on. They have to go off on a whistle. Yeah, so that's interesting. Why wasn't it a four-on-three penalty power play? Uh, I think because in order to get four-on-four, they could they have that offsetting effect, right? Like if it's well, yeah. offsetting, so then both guys go to the box. Two and penalties, that would have been four-on-four. Yeah. Four. If there's two penalties, it, 
it doesn't go to four on four. It stays five on five. That's why they call that offsetting. You don't handicap both teams. You just say, okay, five on five. Mm. Um, and then uh, the extra penalty makes it five on four. Gotcha. Yeah, it doesn't go that. Okay. Otherwise, you could have a situation where you know, go like three on three if there's like four penalties. Right. So right, they just right. keep it full strength if it's offsetting. Gotcha. Um, okay. So that's why Kane and Shillington were still in the box when Matthew scored yes. that goal was because yes, right. they were waiting for a whistle. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Cause it would have been five on five at that point. So they can't go out. Uh, but yeah, like I think, yeah, it doesn't matter who it's just someone has to stay. Like someone right. has to stay with Kane in the box uh, and they're both eligible to do that as they had the same time. So it doesn't mm-hmm. matter which one is the quote unquote, Offsetting penalty. Yeah. Does that so make sense? No foul. <laughs> yes, it does. So no foul, but our Oilers harm, which is always appreciated on the Oh, podcast. it's so sweet that the Kachuk scored it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially yes. especially because fucking Kane was chirping the whole fucking yeah. thing. The yeah. like, what are you talking about, dude? Just just mind your own business. <laughs> Did you see Shillington? was His like, smile? Do you want to go? Do you want to go? And Kane's like, Yeah, let's go. And I'm like, Yeah, Shillington's gonna fight Devander Kane. That'll be the end of Shillington's life. That like he'll be. just be that gone. Be. Yeah. Just, uh, but who knows? Maybe you know the Swedes, they make you do military, maybe uh uh, maybe, maybe, some, yeah. Some secret fighting techniques. Prob McGraw or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't Could know. Could be Muay Thai. I don't know. Yeah, it was just maybe. funny. I was laughing. I'm like, Shilton's not dropping the gloves with him. No, that's not happening. No way. No. Leave that to leave that to Lucic and Brett Ritchie. Yeah, or Kachuk. I mean, Kachuk could do it. I don't want him to do it. No, I don't want him to fight. He could. His, his hands are just have just recovered. You could just see yeah. them. I don't want him yeah. fighting anymore. Yeah, I mean, either. no. Give it to Lucic. Give it to Brett Ritchie, who freaking scored a goal. What a goal, too. The chase, I, Mike Smith. I, I was going to talk about that. Oh, yeah. That Brett was fucking nice Ritchie, goal. man. He showed up in the playoffs. He's got two goals, doesn't he? I think. No, that was his first career playoff goal. Was it? Oh, okay. I thought yeah. he scored in, yeah. in round one. No. No, that was a no. huge goal because he just worked hard. Like, he, yeah. He Kane had the puck fully fine, and he just pushed him off and drove the net and yep. scored. What a goal! Yep, shot it right yeah. past Mike Smith. But then, of course, on the following play, um, he he did get after uh, he did get dummied down low to give up oh. the. He coughed up the puck down low, and then oh, it the, led to an older goal. The three-one goal. I think so. Yeah, Brett Ritchie gives, Brett Ritchie takes. <laughs> yeah, Brett Ritchie giveth, Brett Ritchie taketh away. I, I like how he's played uh, in the playoff. He he does add speed. He adds speed. He's not slow by any means. Yes, that's true. Yeah, he, he can he can get motor in. He can get motor in. Um, that fourth line is is impressive. Uh, they, banging they, bodies down there. They have good chemistry. That Those three, Lewis, yeah. Ritchie, and Lucic, uh, usually have a good if they're in the right zone, I should say. Defensively they can yes. be a little bit yeah. I, I, I cringe I cringe a little bit when when Daryl decides to play them out against uh the McDavid line. Um whenever I see McDavid on the ice with those guys I'm I'm just like uh, uh. they they do a good job like for players like that they did okay. Yes <laughs> but it is it's uh. scary. It's scary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it's just Lewis has done Lewis has been really good as well this playoffs. Yes. Like Lewis wow, he's that's why we got him, I guess. Playoff player. Yeah. He just works hard. Every yeah, playing shift. like the LA Kings. Playing like he's on the LA Kings. It's yeah, it just wins battles and makes yeah. simple that Kachuk goal. Was it the Kachuk goal or the Col- it was Coleman? Yes, was Coleman's Coleman second goal. Oh my God! Haven't it even was, talked about Coleman. No, that was all Lewis. Like Lewis just got the puck deep, put it in the spot he could get to. Mm-hmm. Didn't because you know how some players will they could win the race to the puck. Yeah, but they hold off so they don't potentially get hurt. Yeah, and that drives me nuts because I'm like, if they just skated, they could have just avoided, avoided the contact. contact altogether. That's what just Lewis yeah. did. He just skated and took the puck. 
Yeah. He didn't like slow up preparing for a hit. He just skated his ass off, got the puck, passed it to, I want to say it was Sidorov. It might have been Shillington. Mm. Um, and just a simple shot. And Coleman, yeah, what a goal. Nice tip. I think that was goal number four. Is that right? Or six? Five? Sounds about right. Five? Seven? I don't know. Hard, hard, to, hard to keep track. So many goals. But, so many goals. But Coleman had a great game, too. Yeah, two goals. Yeah. What was I saying? Winning hockey. I fucking love this guy. Blake Coleman, man. Winning hockey. Everything he does. I was telling my brother. Everything he does. Every little thing that he does is, is winning hockey. He may not score a lot of goals. Um, but he rarely makes dumb decisions. He rarely takes bad penalties. Uh, you know, Michael Backlund's a good defensive forward, but he makes he takes some stupid penalties, oh, like just yeah, bonehead penalties. He'll make some bad decisions. Brain's Blake Coleman, screwed on. you rarely you rarely see that out of Blake Coleman. And every play he does, you know, whether it's forechecking or backchecking like crazy, getting his stick in the right lanes, tipping pucks. Getting pucks deep uh, on the penalty kill, on the like, it just everything about him is just winning hockey, and I love that guy. I love that guy. Heck of so a signing, happy. yeah. Heck yeah. of a signing. I'm so yeah. happy he's a he, as Sutter likes to say to uh, the media, our ridiculous media group. Um, it's not just about goals. No, he says it about Toffoli a lot, like because Toffoli also plays the right way when he's not scoring. Yes, true. Um, yeah. You don't notice it. That's the problem. <laughs> but he mm-hmm. plays a very tidy game uh, in the defensive zone a lot of the time. Makes a lot of very nice possession-keeping plays. Yeah, I've um, noticed that from Toffoli as well, yeah. When he's not, you know, scoring. Um, mm-hmm. And Coleman is very similar. Like Coleman just checks. That's, yeah. that's what I like to say. Very good hockey player. And, yeah, two big goals. From yeah. Coleman. Yeah. It's fundamental hockey and it's 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 so fun to watch. Um, yeah. Just winning hockey, baby. Winning it's hockey. Nice. It's nice. Yeah. It's it's very refreshing and I'm sad. I really hope they go for they give it a good shot this year. Yes. Because like our team unfortunately we're gonna be a salary cap casualty. Yes. Um we're not gonna be the same team next year. But um so I really do hope they 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 put it together, and it looks like they're having a good a great start, great start to the round two. Yes, a lot more wins to go, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's going well. We need eleven more. Such a grind, hey! Eleven more W's. Five W's has felt like I've aged twenty years, <laughs> and we're not even close to halfway. We just passed the quarter mark. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> 25% of the way to a Stanley Cup. And I feel like I'm going to die. <laughs> as long as the players don't feel like that. Um, and by all accounts, it doesn't seem like they are. Uh, no. Very, so it's, they, it's great. Yeah. And we don't even have Tanev in the lineup yet. I will say Tanev can stay out as long as he needs. And this is why I didn't think Tanev was very good. Uh, oh, like he's games, been... games four to six. Like his puck handling is gone. And he's yeah, making... but he, everything else about him is has been like he's he's one of our defensive stalwarts. We need him, uh, right? For sure, right? And however, you know, I'll I'll counter, but defensive stalwart is fine as long as you can move the puck. Yes. Otherwise, you just turn into another Chris Russell. Where you know they, everyone says Chris Russell is like good at blocking shots and he's so good defensively. Like really, you just get hemmed in because he can't play with the puck. Yeah, but he doesn't necessarily allow a lot of goals. But he ain't getting you anywhere on the other side. Yeah, um, Tanev usually is very good at transition passes and making a good first pass. But I will say, and maybe I'm just being overly critical. That's something I do a lot. But. Um, you know, his, he was mishandling the puck a lot in the Dallas series before he left, um, hesitating, making bad passes. Like that one to Shillington, for example. I think that was in game six when he got hurt. Is that right? Like mm. he passed it at Shillington's feet. Like it was, should have been a simple play. 
but like it was a it was a horrible pass and handcuffed Shillington and Markstrom had to make a huge save and that was two two at the time, I believe. Hmm. Uh, and uh, and that was in the third period and like that was just one example, but like he was doing that last couple of games, so I think he was maybe nursing this injury a little bit for a maybe. while. Yep, and maybe that, like cross check kind of or whatever that play that hurt him was maybe just pushed him over the edge. It's like, okay, I need to sit. Well, yeah, because fucking raffle landed on top of him. Yeah. Like literally just all fours on top of him. Yeah. It's not, not ideal. Um, and I will say stone coming in. He's been great. Fantastic. Oh yeah. He's been great. I mean, we were playing, we were playing 11 forwards and seven defensemen. Yes. Um, yeah. Stone's been playing. Yes. But yeah, now so, he's, you know, he's number six. Yes. So, um, and I just I say stay out and be healthy because I want 100% Kristana back. I don't want that game six Kristana back. Sure, because he was he'll get torn apart by the Edmonton fortune. I'm just yes. saying. It right no, now. that's fair. That's fair. Um, like, and he'll make some. He'll, he'll be. It won't be as. It wouldn't be good. I guess. Yeah. He, he well, speaking speaking of injuries, speaking of injuries, it it it, it did seem like. Leon Dreisaitl was pretty hampered out there. Oh, yeah. He's, he's got high ankle sprain. He should be not playing. Yeah. It's, you know, it's playoffs, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it is it is kind of funny because, you know, the, the replacement for Dreisaitl ends up is is McDavid. So we're just getting double McDavid. But that's okay Yay. because that means he's getting more mileage um, on that uh, on that stamina body there. Um and that means more licks that we can give them, you know? Look, I'll say this to the Oiler fans who are listening. Even if, you know, however the series ends up, I don't think it bodes well for your long-term Stanley Cup success to play your top center nearly 30 minutes a night without overtime. Yeah. that's There's a reason why players don't do that. Like, the highest minutes you see is, like, 22 typically and usually to mcdavid like austin matthews like gets like that 21 to 22 minutes but because ford like you're skating a lot more like it's not just offense like defense you know you kind of can you can be a bit more conservative with your energy and play a bit more but forwards you're hustling back check and forward you're going full tilt a lot of the time it's a lot more tiring so he's a an amazing athlete but <laughs> he is human still. He has limits. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, so and the more time he's on the ice, the more hits he's gonna take, the more he's gonna get, like you said, worn down. So I uh anyway. <laughs> yeah, I just it I just I, I don't see this being sustainable for yeah, the Oilers if if they try to like I am expecting this to run a full seven games, but it's I think I don't want to say it's inevitable. You know, it's it's unsustainable. It's it's um, but I'm okay with that, obviously. Um, you know, and uh, he's just, I mean, he has injury history too. Like he's not immune to injuries. So, uh, it's just you know, it's like look at look at Johnny. Like he got less minutes this year than I think he has in his career historically, and he mm -hmm. had one of the best years of his life because just the quality of his minutes goes up. Yeah. As well, and also not playing with uh, favorite favorite twenty three. Also, we didn't mention. Maybe you mentioned the other podcast. A little sidebar. Uh, it was how nice was it to see uh, Sean there? Yeah, we talked um, about it last game. Did in the you? last podcast? Yeah. Oh, see, Buddy doesn't listen to his own podcast. Yeah, I should listen to my own podcast. Yeah, I guess. but yes, it was very nice to see um, Monty down there. Um, I was happy that that he's still with the team because I was telling Matthew that. Um, ever since he went down with season ending surgery, I, nobody heard from him. Like we didn't hear what he was doing. We didn't hear how his rehab was going. Um, I was hoping that he was, you know, I, I, I was afraid that he was just, you know, at home moping, you know, just like sad that he can't be with the team, but I'm glad that that isn't the case. It seems like he's still pretty involved and, and gets to see the guys uh, pretty often. So, cause it sucks. Like, you know, people don't talk about it, but when you're injured like that, you don't, get to be a part of the team anymore right like you're part of the team but you're not really like you're doing 
rehab on your own. You're, you're skating on your own. You're not really getting to see, you're not in the locker room anymore with the guys. Like you yes. just, you know, you, you, you're not on the bench anymore. Like it's, um, it's a, it's a shitty, it's a, it's a shitty and grueling task to get back from a, from an injury like that. Um, it really, really takes some strong mental fortitude and it makes me happy to see Sean be there for the guys and that, you know, he's, he's still there, that he's not just discouraged and, um, you know, sitting at home. So I am happy to see him down there. Uh, I was very happy to see him, um, post game on on the highlights there so that was really nice um one interesting thing that i wanted to bring up before we we ended here um you know i i I saw some fans bemoaning how injured and and um i mean i guess shitty dry was playing uh because yeah he he had a lot of bad turnovers he's still okay in the face-offs but you know they're obviously taking him off face-offs because of that high ankle sprain Mm -hmm. um if you're Woodcroft, would you consider um, scratching him for game two so that he's healthy for game three or as healthy as can be for game three? I think they would have if they had won game one. Yeah. I mean, Dreisaitl, even in his injuries, he still he scored. <laughs> yeah. I guess, you know, he still, uh, still managed to – I mean, that wasn't – like I, I mentioned already, I don't think it was necessarily a – a sparkling goal, but he still scored. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's tough to take him out now. Is is it for me? I, uh, it's. I'm just trying to bring up. Let's see what his stats were yesterday. He had three points last game. Yesterday he was minus, he did? Yeah, but he was minus two. <laughs> McDavid had four points and was minus one. Wow, this is what I'm talking about. Quality of minutes, right? Like you can yeah. put up four points, but if you're a minus player, like what? Is that really good? Like, I don't yeah. know. I, I guess. I, I mean, you had four points, but. Hey, that's a, that's yet another game that the Oilers lose when both McDavid and Dreisaitl score in the same game. Yeah, and they, they didn't have any power play goals, I don't think. Our penalty kill was No, fantastic. they were 0 for 4 on the penalty. Yeah, we, so... our penalty kill was huge. Uh, let's not forget that. Yes. Shit. Like, so many yes. things happened in that game. Our penalty kill came out huge. Yes, our penalty kill. 4. Is... Oh, for five. They had five pounds. They had five power plays? Yeah, they had five power plays, I believe. Yeah. Which, you know, the Oilers' percentage was 36 going in. So that's like two goals potentially. Yeah. <laughs> like on average, just what their power yeah. plays can run. Yeah, our penalty kill Huge. was great. I mean, we Huge. we really locked it down uh, on the penalty kill for sure. Got to stop. Can't take five penalties a game against the Oilers. That's going to, no. That will, that will burn us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say we we did well on on not taking stupid penalties, but I mean we still took five. So um, oh, Shillington's was dumb, and I, I think Backlund had one too, didn't he? That was dumb. Yeah, and Kachuk flipped the it over I'm... the glass. That was dumb. Yeah, Lucic's <laughs> shouldn't have been a rough. I didn't even see that. I didn't even see that hit. Right, Justin, that... or sorry, my brother was like, "Why is that a penalty?" I'm like, "Well, you can't hit McDavid." <laughs> that's that's pretty much it, right? Like that's what that's how I read it. That's how that's I heard it. Yeah, yeah. The McDavid rule. Can't no, I think I think so. He 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 checked McDavid. I think right after the whistle was blown, or a little bit after the whistle was blown, um, and knocked him over. And then Vander Kane came in and sucker punched him. So right. he pushed back to try to fight Kane, and then I think that's what booked him for. That's what they booked him for roughing. Because I think the they blew the whistle because the the ice or the puck got tipped out of the zone, um, and Lucic just finished. His and head. then Lucic <laughs> just finished his check because it was McDavid. Yeah, um, love it by the way. Yeah, it's great. Uh, how about that? That yeah. How about Michael Stone finishing his check at the end of the second period there? I missed sure that. that he, oh, he oh, oh sure. no, no, no! I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. He made sure McDavid went down. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that was pretty funny. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime you can get a lick on on ninety seven, gotta do it. Yeah, you gotta do it. it. You know, yeah. gotta do it. Especially because he does it. You know. Yeah. He, he, he takes yeah. liberties, yeah, he and he has his, to. Yeah. 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 So you yeah. wouldn't. You wouldn't. Uh, you wouldn't. Um, you wouldn't scratch Dreisaitl. It's so tough. It's so. That's a really tough decision. I mean, 
health of the player, he shouldn't be playing. If he has a high ankle sprain, like most people, that's a six to eight week yeah. recovery. Right? Like of yeah. like like I had one and I was on crutches. So I mean obviously there's different levels of sprain. Of yeah. sprain and I'm a a, a a wuss to put it <laughs> <laughs> frankly. Um but still I mean it's a serious injury. Uh yeah. a, a very bad injury and for the health of the player, you probably don't want him playing because you know if he does more damage, maybe needs surgery. Um, I mean, he is going to do more damage if it's injured. Um, I don't know how many drugs are pumping into his body, painkillers. There's there's risks there. Um, yeah, health of the player, you should scratch him. But I mean, for the team, probably need to to play him. Yeah. Um, because you know he's your second best player, one of the best players in the world, and let's not sugarcoat it. Like those two players are a big reason why Edmonton is as good as they are. Like they're yes. they're not a bad team. Like they're you got to give Edmonton some credit. They had a good year, and they have a better team than they've had in the past. Like they're deeper than they. Yes, than they absolutely. Evander Kane and Zach Hyman yes. have made a world of yes. difference for them. Yeah, they have. They, they have, have the exact players that they needed. Yeah, they have talent. Like they have Nuge too and Yamamoto. Like yes. they have talent. But, but <laughs> those two players push them over the top. I think they can mm-hmm. make up for some other deficiencies potentially in their lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, and without one of them, it does hurt them for sure. Like, like they got, like, like they did not look good yesterday. Let's not, again, sugarcoat it. The others did not play well yesterday. Like they got, Pretty much, like if you look at five on five play and and like actually the way of the flow of the game was going, the Flames dominated. Like if you like just for Corsi numbers for fancy stats, people's it was sixty one point nine, sixty six, and then sixty one percent in each of the three periods five on five, mm-hmm. and the high danger chances for were thirteen to six overall for the Flames. Yes. And it was eighty three percent in the first period, seventy percent in this in the second, and actually the the Oilers had two versus one in the third. So the light flames really just clogged everything up in the third, yeah. For the most part, um, expected goals three to one point five eight. Yeah, yeah. The, the the score was a lot more flattering than it should have been, just yes. simply because Marstrom allowed them to get back yes. in the game. Yeah, I mean, and the, I mean, the, obviously the the other qualities weren't good either, but the game should have been like four nothing, <laughs> four one or something like that. Like it wasn't yeah, a... I mean, w- with with their goaltenders, and if Markstrom was playing anywhere close to normal, I feel like that game would have been like nine to three. Yeah, people forget like the game, the score was like six two or whatever, or six five, and the shots were like forty to seventeen. Yeah, like it wasn't, like it wasn't close. No, <laughs> they, they did not look good. They're going to be better. Like this series is not even close to over. So no, that was game one. Yeah, buckle yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Like they're going to come out much better in the game two. I'd be very shocked if they didn't. Um, but do they need Drysaddle for that? I think because he's so important. Sorry, I'm rambling, but uh, yeah, that's yeah. So I would say he's going to play. He's going to play. Yeah, Dress for I mean, game you, you, you got to have to. You gotta have to, gotta have to, gotta have to. All right, so that's uh, I think that's a good. Uh, I mean, we talked about game two for game one for an hour here, so I think it's a good spot for us to end it. Um, predictions, big win. Predictions. Uh, I I still think the every the the home team is going to win every game in the series. I think. <laughs> That's okay. 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 I I mean it's gonna I think it's gonna go to seven. That's what I'm preparing myself for. Right? So I don't freak out too much if the Oilers score. Um or if they win one or two games. Oh, they're gonna uh, win one or two games. Yeah, oh is, yeah. It's going deep. Six or seven games for sure. Yeah. yeah. But uh you know what? Actually, I'm I'm gonna say flames in six now. I was saying flames in seven before, but after yesterday's game. With Markstrom, provided that Markstrom uh, continues or like gets back to playing the way he did in the Dallas series um, and gets back to playing like the Vesna finalist that he is, um, 
provided that we continue to lock down McDavid and Drysaddle's still playing through that injury, I think we could do it in six. So, Flames in six. I'm saying. And you think they win game two? I think they win game two, yeah. I'm going to say they win game two, four to three. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say Flames in seven. Mm. I think they go to game seven again. Um, and I think they are going to win tomorrow as well. I do think they're going to win at home, but I think Edmonton's going to win both their home games and then, uh, it'll be fun. Uh, best of three. So best of three. Yeah, it's, oh, it's going to be a good series. Game one was fun. Real good series. Yeah. If they go to game seven, then I get to play my game seven intro again. So, ah, I know I won't miss it this time. There's that. Okay, so uh, go Flames go. This is Grant and Chris signing off, and we will catch you guys soon. Listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.